It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. There's hey! Everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I My left arm feels like it's going to fall off because I just carried no... Well, that's not something to chew. I just carried Noah Hollis around the house for a very long time because our kids are out of school today. Uh, we have no childcare, so we're gonna do this day, this working day, with children. Welcome, welcome. How do we fix this one for you? Because it's covering up Miss Noah, and she's the best part of the whole live stream. Oh, there we go. There we go, Mama. Good morning, everyone. It is week two of the last 90 day challenge. I know you didn't think that we could motivate you while we have a 20 month old baby next to us. We can. We absolutely can. Stay. We apologize for the shaking table. Noah doesn't understand she's not supposed to touch the desk where the phone sit. Look at this, it's a watch. Hey. hey. Check it, sister. 82 days left in the 90 day challenge. Wow. It's day eight. It is day eight. And this week we are talking about habits. How important habits are, why they matter, how so often the things that you think are like the, the things that you're doing, you're subconsciously just wrapped in a habit loop. Oh, it's gonna be hard to talk about things that make sense with you here, isn't it? It's gonna be a little bit hard. Man. Yes, babe. She's curious. She's just into <laughs> things. I am so sick. I did get out of bed and take a shower for the first time in like three days. Congratulations, Dave. Um, you're welcome. Yay! I put on for makeup. Do you guys ever put on makeup to trick yourself into believing that um, you are more well than you think you are? Hi. Mommy. Yeah, baby. Mommy. Yeah, baby. We're just, it's just gonna be Noah saying mommy for the next 30 minutes. Here's the deal. I wanted to talk about habits and why they are so important because uh, well, a couple things I've noticed this week with the hashtag. I love seeing what you guys are doing. Make sure that you're using hashtag last 90 days. Make sure that you are not just posting how your challenge is going, but that you're also using that hashtag to go in and encourage other people. But one thing that I have seen over and over and over this week that I want to address is how many people are talking about, oh, I've already failed. Oh, I've already messed up. Oh, I've already, you know, I'm getting back on today. Oh, already, but there's, there's a lot of people talking about having failed. We need to change our vernacular around this. Yeah. You had a piece of cake doesn't make you a failure. You didn't get a chance to work out doesn't make you a failure. And by the way, using that kind of language and talking about um, failing at something is not going to motivate you to keep going. It's going to motivate you to give right on up. So the reason that habits matter so much is habits are sort of that thing. Yes. Hi. Habits are that thing that you don't need motivation to do. You just do them no matter what. And I promise tomorrow we're going to dig into... Um, the Power of Habits, one of my favorite books. We're going to talk about how you replace a bad habit, how you make a good habit stick. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that intelligently with a wiggling child next to me. Um, but I just, the, the one thing I wanted to make sure that I touched on today is 
the idea of, hello, you're not failing. It's not failing, it's just life. Yes, ma'am. You need to sit with me now? Okie dokie. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is how important it is to have established ha habits and routines because when you are sick, when you're not feeling good, when you don't have childcare, when all these things are going on, you have like this morning, I sure did get up and make that green smoothie even though I don't feel like drinking it because now making the green smoothie for me is just as habitual as brushing my teeth or going to bed at a certain time. Honey, do you want to talk about habits? Yeah, well, I think like the, the thing that you may believe is that you are in control of what you do. And I'm here to tell you that that is not actually accurate all of the time. Oh, there are times when you are very intentionally, deliberately in control of the things that you are doing. And every other minute, it is your habits that are kicking in and doing the thing that you have just trained yourself to do. And, you know, like you reach for your highest level of training. If you have been in a state of having really practiced great habits, then when you are unconsciously going about your day, your body's going to reach for the thing that you've trained it to do, which is part of why we're doing this challenge. We're just, you know, like trying to get you in the rhythm of doing these things on the regular so that. By the time we get through 90 days, you've you know written down 900 things that you are grateful for. Yeah. The idea that you'll have to have a prompt like a challenge like this to remember to search for gratitude after 900 things have been written down is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just going to be a part of what you do. So the you know point of and the reason for spending this week on habits is hopefully helping you appreciate the reality that, hey, when you're not actively, deliberately thinking about what you're doing, you are your habits, Yeah. right? You are, you show up as the habits and you show up as, a, as that highest level of training that you put in. The so. book that I shared in today's email uh, is The Power of Habit, which is so good, you guys. If you have not read it or listened to it on Audible, you absolutely should. But he describes habit as three things a cue, an activity, and a reward. So for instance, your, if you, um, you, do any of you have a morning routine or your drive to work, where you drive to work the exact same way every single time? I found myself doing this when we lived in LA. I would get in my car, I would drive down the hill to work, and I would every single morning pull into the Starbucks on the way to work, get my drink, and then go on my way. And there were some mornings, most mornings, hi, it wasn't even a conscious thought. I just was doing this thing over and over and over. The cue was I'm driving to work. The activity was I'm going to Starbucks. The reward is I get to have coffee and I feel good. So these are great if your, your habits are things that are really helpful to you. But what if, what if your habits are things that are hurtful? So for instance, I used to be, um, I used to really struggle with emotional eating. Give me an emoji, a thumbs up or a heart if you have struggled with emotional eating. So a lot of times the cue is I feel stressed out or I feel anxious. The activity is I'm gonna go in the kitchen and eat a sleeve of Ritz crackers with some cream cheese or eat chips and salsa or eat something terrible. That's the activity and the reward is, sorry guys, the reward is for at least for a minute, I feel good because food tastes good and it makes me happy. 
Q activity reward. The problem is with negative habits, oftentimes your reward will trigger your Q again. So listen up. So you go to the kitchen, you eat the things, you feel better, but now you're mad at yourself because you blew your diet. Now you're mad at yourself because you fell off plan. Now you're mad at yourself because you did something that you shouldn't have. And what does it do? It gives you a cue. It triggers you again. Have you ever done that? Where you like do something that's not good for you and you're so annoyed with yourself for doing something that's not good for you that you do it again. Because at least eating yummy food or having a drink or whatever else, at least in that moment it feels great. And so here's what I love so much about this book and why I think you guys should read it. In The Power of Habit, he basically says like, you cannot remove the cue. You can't remove the trigger. So often when people have bad habits, they think that they need to remove <coughs> the cue. But if the cue is stress, if the cue is anxiety, if the cue is your kids acting crazy, if the cue is you got bills due, if the cue, these are things that just happen in life. You're not gonna be able to replace the cue. What you can replace is the activity. So for me, with my emotional eating, I would get anxious, I would get stressed out, and instead of eating, I found something to replace that would make me feel good. So I would go work out, I would dance around to music, I would make out with my husband, which often has an incredible reward, you know what I'm saying? Picking up what I'm laying down. I would find something to replace the activity that still made me, still gave me a reward. So for the things in your life where the, the first step would be, what are the habits, I want you guys to write down, write this down today and challenge yourself in this way. What are the habits that I have already that are great? What are the things that I'm doing in my daily life that are super good for me and I'm proud of these habits? So first off, start off by giving yourself some credit. Secondly, what are the things that you are unconsciously doing? Like snacking while you, snacking while you watch TV or getting on Instagram when you know you should be going to sleep and all of a sudden two hours have passed, you're waking up every morning tired or you're not able to wake up your hour earlier. So what could you be doing? How could you replace that feeling? So what are the habits that you have in your life that are not great? Because once you identify them, then you can identify the cue. What is the thing that's setting you off and how do you replace the activity? Um, the, the, the things that I'm seeing this week with everybody talking about like, I failed, I failed. Here, here's something really powerful. So right now we have about um, 8,000 people watching live. A week ago on Monday, we had double those numbers watching live. Do you know why we don't have 8,000 more people watching live right now? Guarantee, bet every single dollar I have. It's because people started off on this plan, people started doing last 90 days, they were super on fire last Monday. They were ready to go. They'd open their email. They're drinking their water. They're doing the things. And then sometime along this last week, they reverted to bad habits. And because they reverted to bad habits, they gave up on themselves. The reason it's so important to fight to stay here. I don't care if you feel like every single day you're not getting to where you want to go. Show up every single day, Monday through Friday, Dave and I show up and talk to you about this stuff. Every single day, we are showing up for you. So if we're showing up for you, then man, you better show up for yourself. 
Every, there are so many people. Give yourself credit right now because there are 8,000 people who watched this live last week who are not here right now because they are choosing to feel shame or they're choosing to grab onto the fact that they're a failure, that they can't do it. They're choosing to stay inside that negative self-talk instead of fighting through. Remember we talked about this last week. You have to fight through to break your patterns. Who cares you didn't drink all the water? Who cares you didn't work out every day? Who cares you missed some of the things? Who cares? Did you do better than you would have done if you weren't in this challenge at all? Yes or no? Then give yourself some freaking credit. You guys, we have, we have got to stop this narrative of self-recrimination and shame and hatefulness. We've got to stop this inner monologue in our minds that tells us all the reasons that we're not measuring up. That's not why we're here. Real people are not perfect and perfect people are not real. This challenge is not about nailing it every day. This challenge is about showing up for your life for 90 days, for three months. We've already lost a week. It doesn't mean that you need to nail it. It doesn't mean you need to knock it out of the park. It just means, can you stick with us? Can you stick with us? Can you stick with yourself? Because real life looks like you are going to do things you wish you hadn't done. You are going to make choices you wish you hadn't made. But I promise you that you will not become the person you want to be by giving up when it gets hard. That's what you've done too many times already. How's it working for you? If you were, nail if we if you were nailing it, you wouldn't need to do a challenge, right? And I don't know anybody that nails it every day. Even all the people you admire, even the greatest personal development coaches on the planet, even they have days where they struggle. They are not crushing it. They are not um, influencers. They are not thought leaders because they nail it every time. They are these people because they keep standing back up. They keep going again. And every single time that you create the habit of standing back up and going again, you make that time frame shorter. So um, when I, when I, years ago, when I was really struggling with my weight and I would try and eat healthy, I would fall off the wagon and I wouldn't try and get back on that wagon for like two months. And then I kept trying. And then it was like, okay, six weeks. And then it would be about a month. And then it kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller until now, if I have a day, <coughs> where I don't feel great about the choices that I'm making, it's literally, it's not even a day. It's not even a new, new morning. It's, we're gonna change our thought right now. Anyone go to Rise, remember? Same you, new mood, same you, new mood, which makes zero sense unless you've gone to our conference before. But that fast, you can decide to be someone else. That fast, you can hold on to your good habits. That fast, you can change your life. Over and over and over. I don't know anybody. Okay, there are some people who make a choice and whatever their leverage is is so strong that they never go back on that promise they made to themselves. But most of us do not have leverage that strong or we would already have done it, okay? So stop beating yourselves up because that is not gonna solve any of your problems. You will not become the person that you wanna be by hating yourself into submission. You will become the person you wanna be by loving yourself enough to fight for it. Listen up, guys. We get one chance. 
We get one single chance at this life and you are wasting it, belittling yourself and hating yourself for the choices that you've made. Life is too short. This is not, this is not about getting it right the first time out of the gate or the first 10 times out of the gate or the first 20 or the first 50. This is about showing up again and again and again and continuing to try. Because I promise you, if you create a habit of standing back up, standing back up, standing back up, it will feel more normal to you to stand back up than it will, than it will, oh my accent came out, than it will to fall. It will become more normal <coughs> to you to stand tall than it will to buckle under pressure. Okay? So stop, guys. Stop with this stuff about failure. There's no failure here. There are jerks here, so I am blocking people on Instagram. Oh my goodness. My throat is starting to hurt um, because I have been sick and because I'm getting over bronchitis, which is a huge bummer. So let's go to Q&A. I lost Dave, which means that he's watching our child so that I could talk to you guys. So let's go to Q&A. How is last 90 days going? Um, are things harder than you thought they would be? Are things that you wish you could get around? Like, ask me the question. Tell me what you're struggling with and let me speak specifically to where you're at. Um, so the first question is, I didn't get the emails about the journals. It doesn't come out until this Friday. So don't worry. Um, it hasn't come out yet. <coughs> Sorry. I keep coughing. <coughs> um, let's see. Yes, please drink a lot of water and honey. That's all I've had for a week. I understand. Um, I love this. I did okay last week, but better than I would have done. So why do we have this, um, like, why isn't it just enough that you improved last week? Can we just sit with that for a second? So she says, I did okay last week, but at least it was better than I would have done. Sis, why isn't it just that you did so much better last week? If you go through this challenge and you are doing better, Every single day, every single day you're reaching for a better version of yourself, even if you don't always get there, that is something to be celebrated. Just that. Um, having a hard time making myself go to bed on time. Well, Jennifer, I guess the, the, the question is, does it matter to you? I have a friend who's a total night owl. He also has the ability to sleep until 11 because he owns his own company. So it doesn't matter for him that he likes to stay up all night. I guess is, does it matter to you? So if you have the ability to sleep, if you don't got babies that you have to get up for in the morning, if you can do whatever you want, live your best life. Be a night owl, work all night. But if you have people that are counting on you in the morning and you are only staying up because you're avoiding the fact that tomorrow is a new day and you've got to start again, you need to take a hard look at the choices that you're making because you're actually sabotaging yourself. You're making it worse. Um, whoop, let's see, sorry, I'm looking for more questions. Um, oh, sorry. 
question. There's a lot of comments. Um, I'm looking for questions. Uh, so first time joining live, where can I get the info on the challenge? You can go to thechicsite.com. Actually, you're watching on Instagram. Go to my bio. The link is right there in my bio for the challenge email sign up. Um, doo -doo -doo. How are you keeping your energy up? Well, I got to tell you, the last two days, two and a half days, I have not gotten out of bed. I've slept for two and a half days. It's the first time in a really long time that I've been truly sick and not able to, um, not able to, um, like get over it. So, uh, you know, you guys saw last week I went with my girlfriends to Tennessee and the whole time I was like super low energy and coughing like a maniac, um, feeling really cruddy. And I can usually mind, mind over matter myself and I could not do that. Like I just, my energy is like nothing. So I'm trying to fight it off. Normally how I keep my energy up is remembering that energy is something you make, not something you have. So that's why part of our Five to Thrive Challenge is that every single day you work out in some capacity. You go on a walk with your dog, you jump on the trampoline with the kids, you go to a Zumba class, you go do hit aerobics, you go do something that gets your heart rate pumping because energy is made. It's not something that you have. Um, so one of the questions is, is it okay that I'm not checking off some of the things on the list? Like I haven't been writing gratitude, but I'm doing everything else. Yes, anything that you're choosing to do, I think is a step in the right direction. But honestly, I would tell you, if, you, if I could only choose one thing for you to do, it's the one thing you're not doing, which is gratitude. Daily gratitude practice will change your life forever and ever. Because if you know that at the end of every day, you've got to write down 10 things you're grateful for, you will spend your day looking for gratitude. Um, let's see, how could I make a better routine on getting up one hour earlier when I get up different times for work on different days throughout the week? So Terry, you could um, adjust your hour to the time that you get up. You could just decide that no matter when you have to go to work, you're gonna get up at the same time every day, um, which would actually be my choice for you if I got to choose because <coughs> Most, um, most studies show that the best thing you can do is set your internal alarm clock every single day you get up at the same time. So even on weekends, I still wake up at 5 a.m., still get my coffee, still have my gratitude time, still read before the kids wake up. I, it's not a weekday weekend thing. It's this is who I am for the rest of my life and this is what I'm doing. Um, how long did you go to therapy for? Um, I went to therapy for the first time when I was 14. Uh, when my brother died, my parents made me go and I went for about two years. And then I went to therapy again when um, maybe about five years ago when I started having, maybe, maybe even more, when I started having really, really bad anxiety attacks, like debilitating anxiety. And I went that time probably for about a year and a half. Um, usually people go until they get the tools that they need. Sometimes things bubble up. Sometimes people have to go for longer. Sometimes people are in therapy for years. But for me personally, it was about a year and a half to two years both times that I went. Um, let's see. Oop. Uh, let's see, sorry, I'm just looking for questions. 
What is your routine in the morning before the kids get up? So um, I was sick this morning, so I didn't do it. But what we've been doing is 5 a.m. we wake up and one of us goes to the gym. <coughs> one of us goes to the gym at 5. Oh gosh, I'm going to say this and now people. I swear on my life I'm going to tell you my morning routine. And if people who live in my town come harass me at the gym, I'm going to be annoyed. I'm just going to tell you right now. If it is before 8 a.m., you are not allowed to ask me for a selfie. I love you, Texas fam, but do not come to my gym. Anyway, so we take turns. He goes first. I get the kids up. Uh, sorry, when he's gone, um, I drink my coffee. I do, I've got my, yeek, look how pretty. I do my uh, daily gratitude and I do my daily intentions and my goal setting, um, which is, these are the journals that come out this Friday. I hope you guys are ready. These are gonna sell out because I didn't order enough. I'm so sorry, I promise the next time we'll have way more. But if you want one, make sure that you're signed up for um, the regular email because that's where they're gonna go out on Friday morning. Uh, so I do my gratitude, I do my goal setting, um, drink my coffee, and then <coughs> I'll set like, here's what I need to do today. Then it's time to get the kids up. So I get the kids up, get them ready. Oh, there she is. Um, get the kids up, get the kids ready. He comes back from the gym, then I go. It's okay. He comes back from the gym, then I go. He then takes the kids to school. Um, then I come back and it's time to do live stream. And we found that if we can go to the gym first thing in the morning. Awa, where's your awa? Oh, there it is. There it is, go get it. Um, so we found that if we can go to the gym first, we have a much better day. Oh, were you too hot in your shirt? Uh, no, in other news, the dog ran out in the mud. The mud then was put onto a couch. I then took, real quickly, the dog into a shower. And then the dog shook his muddy self all over my beautiful shirt. So, Dang costume it. change. Dang it. Good well, morning. Well, still look great. I Good was just morning. talking to him about the morning. So then we switch off. So, every single other day. One of us is going early. They asked our morning routine and I said I would tell it so long as nobody came to the gym and tried to harass us. I said no selfies before 8 a.m. I was at the gym this morning and I was doing the elliptical and a woman like walked by and then she did a double take and was like, oh. and, and I was like, you know, in the mode. And so like I just gave her one of these like, hello, captain. And then I just kept on keeping on. Yeah. And, uh, and then I gave her a fist bump on the way out. Um, Alright, good yeah. work. So, um, tomorrow Noah will be with a child care provider and we will be able to give you a more insightful, good, habit-filled thing. But in the meantime, um, my, my, um, if you haven't really explored habits at all before, I really highly recommend The Power of Habit. If you have, like if you want to level up, if you're at a, you want to go to an intermediate level, um, this is already sitting on my desk, so I'll just reference it. Um, high Performance Habits by our friend Brandon. Oh, good, the dog's in here. Shaking. Shaking. You know, guys, it's just, Shaking. we're doing our best. <laughs> we're doing our best. Um, Dave, where did you get that shirt? Tank Farm, the only thing I ever wear. Tank Farm. Tank Farm. Uh, I don't even know if that still exists. Not an ad. Not an ad. Tank farm. Um, uh, is the challenge just doing the five to thrive every day? Victoria, it's doing the five to thrive every day, and then every single week we have a different theme. This week is habit. So we um, themed each week based on what was going on in our world. So as we get closer to holidays, a lot of our themes have to do with relationship or how you handle crazy relatives, all that kind of stuff. So... 
God. Edward was like, what time does the email come on Friday? Friday morning. I don't know the time yet because I have not written it yet, but I promise we will get that for you soon. Um, do you add on to the five to thrive each week? <laughs> what is happening? Do you add on to the five to thrive each week? No. Um, if you could do these five things every day for 90 days, it would change your life. Frankly, if you could do them every day for 30 days without breaking your habit, it would change your life. I do think, though, I said this last week on Friday when we were all hanging out talking about planning for a weekend. When you are committed to these five things, it spills into just wanting to be a like, more excellent version of yourself in kind of every way. So, like, not eating bread bled into not eating carbs or, like, being conscientious of drinking or whatever it might be. I had a buddy come over yesterday. We had drinks. So, uh, thank you, Craig Savage. I blame you. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, but if you do these five things and you do them consistently, it's going to just like have you conscientious of how you showing up as the best version of yourself um, manifests in other ways other than gratitude and being a little conscientious of what you eat or drink and all that kind of stuff. Uh, are you able to work out being sick? Well, I'm not sick, so yes, the answer, of course, is yes, uh, is Rachel Hollis. Rachel Hollis is committed to moving her body for 30 minutes, but conventional working out is not happening. I will not uh, support that in any way whatsoever, because yeah. I want this baby to get better. Yeah. You are the baby. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Oh, yeah. There's no baby. I am his baby. There's no baby. No more babies. Um... Let's what see, did Rachel give see. up? Dairy. 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 Don't yep. bring your dairy around Don't here. Don't bring your dairy. Though someone did point out to me, they were like, oh, are you doing cow's milk dairy or all animals dairy? And I was Hello? like, holy smokes. I never even thought about other kinds of cheese, but probably all dairy. It's good. What, oh. what happened? I got this out from this. Oh, good work. Oh, you got toast. Good boy. Toast. Everybody's just showing how self-capable they self -capable. are. Self-capable. I asked Laura if he could watch Noah in the playroom for five minutes, and he literally went like this. And I was like, you don't get paid <laughs> to watch your sibling, son. Oh watch goodness. this child. Be nice. Uh, what's in your green smoothie? Uh, the green smoothie is from a book called Body Love by Kelly Levesque. There's like 50 smoothie recipes, but this is just the basic one. There's it, poison in it. You no, know the answer. He's allergic to chia seeds. It's There's poison. It. It's uh, spinach, almond milk, uh, peanut butter, just the kind like at the store, like the natural where it's just ground peanuts, uh, collagen, protein powder, and hemp and chia seeds. Imagine there was a trip to the emergency room sitting in a bag in your pantry that every time you walked in and looked it straight in the eye, you realized that you're just one accidental inhale away from the ambulance arriving yes. at the house. So I just saw someone say <coughs> that they did dairy and gluten-free for 30 days and they've already fallen off. Dude, pick one thing. <laughs> Those are both really That's hard. hard. Gluten-free and dairy-free? What in the world are you going to eat? That is hard. Don't be, come on, don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Pick one thing. The great thing about picking one thing is that you can replace it. I don't even care if you replace it with something else. Just don't have that one category because you're teaching yourself that you don't need it. By the way, I actually think that there are times when challenges like this present themselves that we intentionally or unintentionally, I don't know which, pick things that we're likely to fail at so that when we fail, we stay true to the identity that we've assumed of ourselves that we can't make it through hard things like this. Pick something that you can absolutely attain. Attain. 
so that you can teach yourself and trick yourself and not even trick but just like model for your own mind that you are a person who can do these things so that then when you take on something that's a little more challenging you have the memory of having done the thing as opposed to doing something like I've done it I'm, I'm speaking about myself like I've picked crazy things because I didn't think that I was going to be able to get through it, but at least if I picked something crazy, I wouldn't feel as bad about having to not complete the challenge. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, someone just said, like, she's starting to feel resentful of her <laughs> husband because he didn't do the challenge, and she's wondering how she can get him on board. Uh, if you want to change someone else, change, change yourself. yourself. Yeah. This challenge isn't about him. This has nothing to do with him. This is about you. This is a choice you made for yourself. And you will not get him to change his life by nagging him or annoying him or hounding him or begging him. You can't He'll probably force, dig his heels in, yeah, by the way. Yeah, you can't force someone to do something they don't want to do. You can live your life for you. You can make good choices for your own health and allow those good choices to make you feel great about yourself and allow feeling great about yourself to mean that you show up for him with more love and more gratitude. In fact, if you're feeling resentful of your husband, then I'm gonna challenge you right now that every single day, five of your 10 things that you're grateful for are things he did. Because Mm. you need to look for some gratitude. Resentment, that's a strong word. Like resentment because he didn't do something that you wanted him to do? That's not fair. He is his own person. He's working through his own thing. And he's on a different place in the personal growth journey than you are. Dave didn't change. Like, I'm speaking from experience. Dave didn't change because I was like, change, 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 change. Do this with me. Come on. Do. She finally asked nice. No. Dave changed because I changed. And for the first time ever in our relationship, I didn't ask his permission to change. And even though it annoyed him, like straight up pissed, it pissed him off, I did it anyway. And I didn't do it in a way that shoved it in his face or made it hard for him. I just embraced who I wanted to be, which meant getting up at 5 a.m., which he hated. I hated that the most. hated that. Yeah. Which meant working out, which meant being on fire, which meant having a ton of energy. I just did it anyway. It's not about how he responds or whether or not he did it with you. This is your journey. This is your journey. Yeah. Personal growth is personal. It, the, I think a lot of times the reason we want our partner to do it is because we think if they do it too, then we have a better chance of succeeding. Or it's hard to stick to your plan if you're eating you know, grilled chicken breast and he, he's eating nachos. So if he just would do it with you, it'd be easier. But you know what? Life is not going to give you easy. Yeah. Life's just going to give you life. Yeah. And it's your job to navigate through it. Intrinsic versus extrinsic, right? Like you, you got to just choose that this is the thing that you're going to do, and not leave it to the person in your marriage, or the person at your office, or your circle of your friends, or the people inside your church group, or any of it, because they will not be there when Satan comes, when nachos come. When I'm serious, it's just like you got to choose. Hey, this is a thing that I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it because I want it for me and not because of anybody else who's going to hold me accountable. All right, guys. Tomorrow we'll be back. The children will will be occupied. Goodbye, children. We'll bring more um, thoughtful. Um, We're going to get into the topic of good habits and bad habits. We're going to talk about all the things. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Make sure you're using the hashtag last 90 days. Here's my challenge for you today. Share this video. 
what I was saying when you were gone was last week we had double the amount of people watching live. Mm. And the reason I think we don't have that many people is because so many people failed and quit, already quit. So share this video on your social or with your friends that you know are doing this challenge as a reminder to keep going. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're using the hashtag and make sure that when you are using it, it's to go encourage other people. We love you guys. We hope you have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>